Welcome to Worship from Home. Grace and peace to you in our Lord Jesus Christ. We are just thankful today for God's gift of technology and how it is being utilized for His purposes. I know you are excited to once again physically come together and worship the Lord side by side one another, but right now we just have to keep that desire burning in our hearts and focus ourselves to what is available for us today. So try to avoid any sort of distraction and think of someone you can share your reflections with in today's sermon. Have a blessed Lord's Day. For our catechism reading, let me read to you question 15 from the New City Catechism. Question, since no one can keep the law, what is its purpose? Answer, that we may know the holy nature and will of God and the sinful nature and disobedience of our hearts, and thus our need of a Savior. The law also teaches and exhorts us to live a life worthy of our Savior. Romans 3.20 For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. You know, it is our prayer today, as we get to know the living God who we worship, we will continue to run to Him to fix the brokenness that sin has caused us, and that in Him we can be complete again. Have a blessed Thursday. For the call to worship, may I invite you to read with me and declare the word of the Lord in Psalm 111, verses 1 to 3. It says, Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of splendor and majesty is His work, and His righteousness endures forever. A blessed Lord's Day po to everyone and I praise the Lord for each of you who's joining us today. Ngayon po ay magsisimula tayo ng bagong series sa ating Worship from Home entitled, My Strength and My Song. At ano po ang series na ito? This is a series about Psalms written by King David and their historical subscriptions found in 1st and 2nd Samuel. Today we will study Psalms chapter 63. The title of this message is thirst for God. Our text is found in the book of Psalms, chapter 63, whose narrative counterpart is in 2 Samuel chapter 15. This is a time when David flee Jerusalem because Absalom, one of his sons, devised a conspiracy against the throne. He orchestrated a coup d'etat, a hostile takeover, overthrowing David as king of Judah. So here we will read about an intense outpouring of a man's soul, suffering from betrayal and affliction. One that is more painful than others. It is not done by his enemies, nor by King Saul. It is rather inflicted by his very own flesh and blood, his son, Absalom. So if you can turn your Bibles with me, the book of Psalms chapter 63. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. 
as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult, for the mouths of liars will be stopped. Simulan po natin sa pag-study ng characteristics ng spiritual thirst. Number one, it comes from God. Let me read to you again verse 1. O God, you are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. This thirst, or this spiritual thirst, originates from a personal relationship with God. Apart from a relationship with God, wala po tayong pagkauhaw sa Diyos. The psalm opens with an address towards God, a personal address. My God! So that the context by which this outpouring of longing, itong pagbubuhos ni David ng affection sa Panginoon, where he says, earnestly I seek you, is based on a personal relationship with God. I would just like to insert that crucial truth that before one can long for God the way David did, there must be present a relationship with God. And for one to have a relationship with God, prior to it should be the work of God in a person's life, by the grace of God. Why? For no one seeks God. No, not one. Sa ating depravity, we are not able to seek God. Paul mentions that in Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 3, verse 10 up to 12. As it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks for God. Yung po yung sabi ng Bible, wala pong naghahanap sa Panginoon. No one seeks for God. No one desires for God. In fact, in verse 12, all have turned aside. Together, they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. And this, Rom- this verse in Romans is also based, based in one of the Psalms of David. Psalms chapter 14, verses 1 to 3. To the choir master of David, the fool says in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They do abominable deeds, and there is none who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the children of man to see if there are any who understand, or if there are any who seek after God. Ano pong sabi sa verse 3? They have all turned aside. Together they have become corrupt, and there is none who does good, no, not even one. Fools in the Bible are those who do not believe in God. 
therefore having no relationship with God. They are called fools because in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. So pag wala po tayong takot sa Diyos, tayo po yung mga mangmang, tayo yung mga hangal. It's also written in one of the Psalms, in Psalms chapter 111, verse 10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and all those who practice it have good understanding. His praise endures forever. The Lord looks down from heaven to see if there is anyone who seeks after God. But they have all turned aside. All have turned aside and there is not even one soul who does good. No one seeks God. For us to seek God or desire, have a desire for God, we need God. We need His grace. We need His Spirit. The wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him is from God. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 to 19. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and the end of revelation in the knowledge of Him. Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which He has called you. What are the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of His power towards us who believe? King David knows God because God revealed Himself towards him. It's important to understand it. Na ito po'y sa pamamagitan lamang ng biyaya ng Diyos. Si David po sa kanyang sariling, um, sa kanyang sariling puso o sa kanyang sariling effort, ay walang kakayanan para hanapin ang mukha ng Diyos. Ito'y biyaya ng Diyos sa Kanya. Just like in John chapter 3, unless a man be born again, he cannot see. Unless we experience regeneration from the Spirit of God, we are not able to recognize Him or His kingdom. So this deep longing for God is a blessing from God. Galing po ito sa Panginoon. Even in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, Jesus says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. The thirst for righteousness, indeed, for the righteous one, is a blessing. And it is not natural for our depraved souls to hunger and thirst for God. Pangalawa pong katotohanan dito ay this spiritual thirst is a desire and not a duty. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. The longing is urgent. Yung salita pong earnestly in other translations ay early. Like there's a sense of urgency. Pagkagising sa umaga in the break of dawn, hinahanap na niya ang Panginoon. God is the first thing in his mind and when he wakes up and also something that he longs even as he could hardly sleep at night. No, hindi lamang sa kanyang paggising sa umaga, kundi ito'y kanyang pinagpupuyatan. Hindi po siya makatulog. He keeps on thinking about God in the watches of the night. Sino po ba yung mga ganito? Hindi ba yung taong in love? It is when someone tries to hold on a precious memory or moment. 
memorizing the details, rehearsing what happened, the exchange of words, the exchange of affection, the way it feels to be around that special someone in the presence of the one you love. David cannot wait to be satisfied. He can't wait another second to be back in God's sanctuary for there he beholds the power and the glory of God. Aside from this thirst being urgent, this thirst is also deep. It's profoundly deep. Now David expresses his spiritual condition which even manifests to his physical experience. Hindi po ba sabi niya, my soul thirst for you and my flesh faints. Or we can also say that while being in the wilderness, David was able to compare or translate his physical condition or environment or circumstance towards his spiritual experience. Na yung nakikita niya sa paligid niya na nakatuyuan ng disyerto o ng wilderness ay Naihambing po niya sa kanyang nararamdaman, sa kanyang kaluluwa, sa kanyang puso. He fled from Jerusalem to the wilderness in Judah. Now his soul thirsts. Therefore, his flesh faints. He, ex- he is experiencing an overwhelming spiritual thirst for God. And he compares it to a dry land, a dry and weary land where there is no water. This idea of thirst or concept of thirst is expressed in other Psalms as well. Sabi po sa Psalm 42, As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? At sa isa pang Psalm, Psalm 143 verse 6, I stretched out my hands to you, my soul thirst for you, like a parched land. Alam niyo po yung thirst ato. This is a thirst that we know nothing about. We don't have a desert in the Philippines. Water is available for us in Quezon City. Yes, once in a while we have water interruptions, but not enough. No, that's not enough relatable experience to what King David is describing here. We can only imagine, but for David and the Israelites, they knew exactly what it means to be in the wilderness, in a dry and weary land where there is no water. As their lips become as parched as the ground, deep dryness in the throat, nagri-resulta na sa pagdirikit po ng kanilang dila, sa kanilang alangala. This sort of thirst and drought that weakens the body, the body which is meant to be filled with water, no, yung katawan po natin is composed of 60% water, ay tuyong-tuyo. Tayo po, we cannot identify to this. We can only imagine. Ano po yung object ng spiritual thirst na ito ni David? O God, you are my God, earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. The object of King David's desire and thirst is God. The object of his overwhelming thirst, his deep affection and longing and desire is God. 
He remembers the display of God's power and glory in His sanctuary. Probably David recalls God's power in the times of war, the victory that the Lord brings as they bring before them the ark of the Lord's presence. That profound and glorious sight of God's majestic and holy presence coming down to His people as His people worships Him in the sanctuary. The awestruck sight, the awesome feeling of God's glory inhabiting the worship of His people. David desires to witness this again. David desires to see this again. Ito po yung kanyang minumuni-muni sa gabi. David desires for something bigger, indeed someone larger than life. Yun po yung object na kanyang spiritual thirst. Si God, sabi po sa verse 3, Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. Imaginein po natin, instead of David meditating on Absalom's treachery and desiring for revenge and even war, he writes about what he cares about the most. At ano po yun? Si God. God's glory in His sanctuary which is found in the city of David in Jerusalem. So though Absalom's betrayal was done in the light of day, making a fool of David, saying he will just worship in Hebron, yet this is what Absalom did. He seduced the people to be loyal to him by telling them lies about the king. Tingnan po natin sa 2 Samuel chapter 15, verse 3. Absalom would say to him, See, your claims are good and right, but there is no man designated by the king to hear you. Then Absalom would say, Oh, that I were a judge in the land. Then every man with a dispute or cause might come to me, and I would give him justice. And whenever a man came near to pay homage to him, he would put out his hand and take hold of him and kiss him. Thus, Absalom did to all Israel who came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of men of Israel. Absalom turned the hearts of the people against their great king David. He told them lies and seduced them so that they would follow him and turn their hearts towards him. But in the wilderness, David cared less about this. David cared less about what Absalom did to him. He left them all in God's hand. He cares more to be reunited with the ark of the Lord, to be reunited, to be to be in in God's sanctuary. Sabi po ni David sa 2 Samuel chapter 15 verse 25. Then the king said to Zadok, "Carry the ark of God back into the city." No kasi po isasama Sana nila Zadok yung Ark of God papunta sa wilderness. But David said to Zadok, Carry the Ark of God back into the city. And if I favor in the eyes of the Lord, He will bring me back and let me see both it and His dwelling place. God's sanctuary. David desires to go back to the city so that he can worship the Lord again there. Now verse 2 of Psalm 63 so I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power. 
and glory. Gusto niya pong bumalik, hindi para sa kanyang trono, hindi para sa kanyang kaharian, kundi upang magbabad sa presensya ng Diyos sa kanyang santuario. He wants to come back for God's dwelling place more than he wants to come home to his palace. Indeed, it is better to be in the house of God. In Psalms 84, Psalms 84 tells us this, For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. Hindi niya ipagpapalit ang isang araw sa courts ni Lord. And I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the of wickedness. David considers God's steadfast love to be better, bigger, and larger than life. He cared less about his throne nor his kingdom. He cares more about worshiping God in the splendor of his power and glory and majesty in his sanctuary. Mark chapter 8 verse 36. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? Si Jesus po yung nagsabi nito. Eh. Pero sa time ni David, alam na po ni David na mas mahalaga ang kalagayan ng kanyang kaluluwa. So for David, the very thing that he desired the most in Jerusalem is the sanctuary of the Lord. God is the object of his desire. God is the object of his deep longing, of his thirst. Na ito naman po ay kabaliktaran nang sinapit ng bansang Israel in the time of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 13. Ito po yung sabi. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed out cisterns for themselves. Anong klaseng mga cisterns? Broken cisterns that can hold no water. Now, how can one forsake God? Anong makakayanan ng isang tao na minsay nagmamahal sa Diyos at nakaranas ng pagmamahal ng Diyos? Ang iwanan ang Diyos. Pastor, grabe naman. Hindi ko naman iniwan si God, ha? Here's the thing. You don't need to apostatize or to be an apostate to forsake God. If you remember, the Church of Ephesus mentioned in Revelation chapter 2, the lampstand in their church will be taken from them not because they renounce their faith. In fact, they seem to do well in their theology and practice. But they lack affection. They lack love. Jesus lost the first place in their hearts. They lost urgency. They lost that thing that David mentions earnestly, I seek God. Kaya sabi ni Jesus sa kanila, do the things you did at first. It means they lost their way by no longer doing the spontaneous things they did at first. So if you notice, mga kapatid, yung appetite po natin, it develops through eating. Our appetite for food is developed develop by eating more. Kaya kapag nagda-diet ang isang tao, nire-restrain niya yung sarili niya sa pagkain and habang tumatagal, habang habang uh, dumatagal ang kanyang pagda-diet, 
mas lalo niyang na-overcome yung kanyang appetite for food. Big sabihin, nawawalan siya ng gana sa mga dating nagpapasaya sa kanya. Now, if we will apply that on our spiritual condition, if you want to gain more appetite on God, you need to feed more on God. We need to feed upon His Word. Let me quote to you, Alistair Beck. Sabi niya, if you go on starving your soul, your hunger and thirst will decrease. If you go on feeding your soul upon the Word of God, that is where your hunger will grow. You may have lost your desire for God, not because you want to forsake Him, not because you you want to renounce your faith, but by simply starving yourself too much from His Word, from His presence, no? that you trained yourself to survive without feeding on His Word unconsciously. So like a person on a weight loss diet program that have trained themselves not to crave for the food they once enjoyed, we develop that lack of passion towards God. The implication of this de- developing an appetite for something else. We cannot have an we cannot not have an appetite. We just replace it to fill the void or the longing or the craving to satisfy our hunger and thirst. And according to Jeremiah, the people of Israel hewed out broken cisterns. And the problem with that is that they will never satisfy. Pag tinanawala po yung appetite natin para sa Panginoon, para sa mga things of God, we develop an appetite for other things or for other gods, if I may. We fill ourselves up with distractions. Sa panahon ngayon, we have the social media to distract us. We, we are guilty of binging too much on Netflix or Amazon Prime. And the next thing you know, you haven't got the time for that which is more important. Yung iba po sa atin, we fill ourselves with productivity and success. We worship promotion, business development, and forsake God by worshiping the very blessing He blessed us with taking His place in the throne of our hearts. At kahit po kaming mga pastor, kahit po kaming mga servants, we are not expect, exempted. There are times that we can be tempted to replace intimacy with God by success in the ministry. Now, finding time to relax and enjoying leisure is not evil. Being successful at work, And at home is not evil at all. Being successful in the ministry is not evil. But if it is no longer done unto God, if God is no longer the object of that worship activity in your life, if it has taken the place of God in our priorities and our worship, that is the time that we have committed something evil. Isaiah mentions this kind of 
desire that David has. In Isaiah 55, he proclaims God's invitation towards his people. Come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which does not satisfy. Listen diligently to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live. Ulitingo po yun. Hear that your soul may live, and I will make you an everlasting covenant. My steadfast, sure love for David. There is an invitation for us, and it does not require money or effort. It is without a price, unlike the things we use or do to fill the void. Sabi niya sa Isaiah 55 verse 2, Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not Satisfy. Isaiah reveals, reveals to us the secret to life, the secret to experiencing what David describes as steadfast and sure love. Ano po yung secreto? Incline your ear and come to me. Yun po yung sabi sa verse 3. And what is the impact of that? Your soul may live. The secret to life is the very words of God. Incline your ear and come to God so that your soul may live, so that your soul may be rejuvenated, even resuscitated, so that your soul may once again be satisfied. Kaya nga si Pedro sabi niya kay Jesus, while others are forsaking him, sagot ni Pedro kay Jesus, Where shall I go when you have the words of eternal life? And this confession of Peter leads us to our very last point. The satisfaction of the spiritual thirst. Verse 5, My soul will be satisfied. Alam na alam po ni David ito. As with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. David talks about the God satisfying his longings. God satisfying his is intense craving with fat and rich food. Napakasarap po, hindi po ba? Ulitin ko po yung Matthew 5. Sabi ni Jesus, the blessedness of hungering and thirst, thirsting for God is in the promise of satisfaction. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Ang dami pong ganitong pangako sa Bible. If you seek me, you will find me. If you seek me with all of your heart, ask and it will be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Napakarami po ng pangako sa Bible na nagsasabi na when you long for God, the Lord will satisfy you. When you seek the Lord, the Lord will draw near to you. Magtatapos po tayo dito. One of the feasts that the Jews observed, even from the time of Moses, was the Feast of Booths. 
And one of the ceremonies that they observe is a part where the priest would draw water, no? Sa salop po sila ng tubig from the pool of Siloam and pour it out in the altar inside the temple. Now, dito po sa kalagitnaan ng feast na ito, adun po sa sa panahon na pinaka nag-climax na po ang ang feast na ito. At meron pong mga jars of water na punong-puno po ng tubig. It, it is in this feast and at this time that Jesus revealed Himself as the fulfillment or the embodiment, the incarnation of the messianic hope that is mentioned in Jeremiah chapter 2. Being the fountain of living waters. Ito rin po ay naipangako sa Zechariah chapter 14 verse 8 to 9. On that day, living waters shall flow out from Jerusalem, half of them to the eastern sea and half of them to the western sea, and it shall continue in summer as in winter. And the Lord will be king over all the earth, on that day, the Lord will be one and His name one. So, dun po sa time na ito na climax na po ng feast, Jesus invites them by saying, if, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Jesus stood up and cried out. Sumigaw po ang Panginoong Jesus sa pag-iimbita po sa sanlibutan. And the words that came out of His mouth, If anyone thirst, kung sino ang nauuhaw, let him come to me. Let him come to me and drink. Verse 38, Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Imagine your parched souls. Yung inyong uhaw na uhaw at tuyong-tuyong kaluluwa. When you come to Jesus, when you respond to that invitation, out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. And you know, at this level of satisfaction, David the king rejoiced in God his Savior. Verse 11, But the king shall rejoice in God. Now, even though he was in a very painful, difficult circumstance, he drew satisfaction from God. And therefore, he can rejoice. Isaiah chapter 12, You will say in that day, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger turned away that you might comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. And He has become my salvation. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. You know, God's anger did not just turn away from us because He stopped getting mad for no reason. His anger to turn away from us was poured out to His very own Son, His only 
beloved son in the cross. And in that cross, the giver and the source of life-sustaining, soul-satisfying, overflowing rivers of living water was thirsty. Jesus was thirsty. Jesus made himself susceptible to human thirst so that he can pour himself towards our parched souls and fill our desires with his life-sustaining water welling up to eternal life. Let me quote to you, Reverend Eric Alexander. It is a mark of spiritual barrenness in the church when people come to worship to fulfill a duty, to keep a habit, rather than to satisfy an appetite. Let me repeat. It is a mark of spiritual barrenness in the church when people come to worship to fulfill a duty and to keep a habit rather than to satisfy an appetite. Brothers and sisters, if following our worship from home, attending our midweek services, your care groups, and even your family worship is becoming more of a duty to you to fulfill, that is a sign of spiritual drought. Yung pag nahihirapan ka na, na mag-join sa mga bagay na dapat ay ikinasisiya ng iyong kaluluwa, that is a sign of spiritual dryness. And if you survive day to day by even neglecting your private worship, your prayer, and quiet time, your daily devotions, sign po yan ng spiritual dryness. And another sign is when you thirst or long for someone or something more than you desire God and that you yearn for these things or people to fill the void in your heart or in your soul, again, that is spiritual dryness or spiritual barrenness. So this is my challenge for everyone in this sermon. Number one, break your fallow ground and seek the Lord. Hosea chapter 10 verse 12 to 13, Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap steadfast love, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, that He may come and Rain righteousness upon you. This is the time to seek the Lord. This is the time to break our fallow ground and prepare for rain. Sabi sa verse 13, You have blowed iniquity, you have ripped injustice, you have eaten the fruit of lies because you have trusted in your own way in the multitude of warriors. Makapatid, seek the Lord and live. Incline your ears here so that your soul may live. Break up your fallow ground. Refrain from putting your hope and trust in your own strength. Hindi po natin kaya no, na wala ang Panginoon. Let's quit and refrain from starving our souls and get used to surviving day to day without God and His presence and His Word. Let us ask the Lord to create that deep and intense and overlook overwhelming hunger and thirst for God. Hunger and thirst for His presence, His power, and His glory. Lastly, I want to invite everyone to come to Jesus. Sabi po ni St. Augustine, you have made 
as for yourself in their hearts find no rest until they find you. Magkakaroon lamang po ng satisfaction ang ating pong mga kaluluwa, ang ating pong mga puso pag natagpuan po natin ang ating kagalakan sa Panginoong Yesus. Pag natagpuan po natin ang ating satisfaction sa Kanya. And in John chapter 37, Jesus invites you and me. If anyone thirsts, if you feel that thirst today within your soul, Jesus tells you to come. Jesus bids you to come. If anyone thirsts, let him come.
tayo po'y manalangin. If this is your first time to hear this invitation or if you desire to experience a renewal in your relationship with God, put your hand to your chest and join me as I pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for showing me my heart condition. I am a sinner and I have turned away from seeking you. Yet I have heard you through today's message. Lord, create inside me an infinite longing for you, an infinite longing that only you can satisfy. Make my soul yearn for you. Make my heart burn with passion towards you. Cause me to feed on you, to feed on your word, to cling to you. Renew the right spirit within me. Revive my soul. Satisfy me with living water that overflows from the cross where your love has been born. People of God, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give each of you shalom. Amen. Maraming salamat po ulit sa pag-join sa amin sa ating worship from home. Have a blessed week. Please stay tuned for the announcement slides.